Grand day, everyone. Welcome, welcome to the Daily Huddle. My name is Chase Steel Grace. So happy to be here with you as always with my co-pilot, Mr. Sarah Keton, and Gio also is joining us today. So happy for all of you to be here. We have such an amazing conversation today. I'm very excited to meet this powerful young lady, and she's got a lot of stuff to say. I'm, I'm just, can't wait. I know she's got a lot of information. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Grand day, everyone. Once again, welcome to The Daily Huddle. I am Chase Steele Gray, and uh, it's great to be here. Uh, of course, we have all of our lovely high-level thinkers and open hearts on this amazing event that we have every day. So thank you all for being here. And, uh, you know, uh, before I get into this great conversation, which is one of, the, one of my favorite questions in life, right? Are you ready to make change happen? Let me tell you about this lovely woman. Her name is Sabina Moise, and she actually founded, right, founded the BFIT Consulting LLC. She's committed to advancing fitness and wellness through education, training, and proper exercise techniques, nutritional support counseling, and stress reduction, right? Her personal training will help you to meet your goals, learn to balance a healthy lifestyle. She customizes programs to fit your learning style and offers private or group training. Welcome to the Daily Huddle. Sabina, how are you today? Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much for having me here today. I am great and so happy to be good. here. Good, excellent, excellent. Your hair looks great too. Let me start with that. Even oh. in the blur, I can see your stuff is tight up there. Yes, it's, it's the bun season. <laughs> I like that, I like that. So, you know, if I just looked at the page quickly and said, are you ready to make change? Of course, that's a very open-ended question and we could go a lot of different places with that, right? But of course, we're speaking more about um, being fit and having the proper weight and having great tone and definition. And I understand that you've had some ups and downs in this area, right? Through weight loss, being overweight, doing different things. How do you personally unpack that question? Are you ready to make change? What is the direct answer to that for you? The direct answer to that is yes. Mm. Once you say yes to yourself, you started the thought process because if you don't have it in your mind, I don't believe you can see it in your life. Yes. So it's a question to prompt you to say not this is what other people recommend or suggested, or even my doctor said I should, I should do something different. It's really saying, look inside and say, are you ready? Because it is a big challenge and you have to start thinking in that path in order for you to see the results. Right. I agree. hundred percent, hundred percent. Also, when you say, uh, are you ready to make change? Do you believe that that has to do with you personally making this first step or you reaching out to someone who is of a higher knowledge to guide you. I think everybody has a different learning style. So if someone said, oh, well, 
I'm, I'm 80 pounds overweight and I can't take it anymore. Today, I'm going to stop eating donuts. I don't know. I'm just making it up. And then they start to move forward. Oh, no donuts all week. I wonder if I'm feeling any better. You know how some people do that? Like, oh, I'm just going to yes. change this and that's the answer. How do you speak to those people? Or, or the answer to the first question is, do you recommend, okay, I decide and do some stuff on my own or reaching out to another person personally? I personally say start with you because mm-hmm. your voice is what you listen to the most. No matter how many outside sources say this is your time, you listen to that little whisper inside you that says, no, that's not it. This is it. So that's why I firmly believe that when I ask that question, your mind may go in several directions, but I want you to start reeling it in and saying, but what do you want? Is this really where you are today? Because talk is cheap. And I have been experienced in this field for many years to hear a lot of conversations. The conversations might be excuses, but I'm, I'm gifted right in that I've heard a few. And it always comes back to that change that you want. If you're really ready for it, you've given it some thought. Let's talk about it. Let's hear what that thought process is. Because then if you haven't really stopped to ask the finite question, when are you ready to start, then I could start pushing and and helping and guiding. So eventually, yes, I do feel that professional help will get you to where you need to be because it filters out all the excess that maybe doesn't suit your needs and or your style of learning. Let me ask you a question. It just came up in my head just now. Do you come from, from parents or examples of health So in other words, when you were younger, did you come to the point where you felt overweight and out of shape and not in the right place because of your particular environment? Or was it a psychological thing that got into your head and brought you down? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Great question. I I do what I can. (laughs) The best of, of, of both worlds, actually. My family is has, from my experience, my father... He has been a coach. He loves, breathes, eats, sleeps, soccer. Um, And my family is from Haiti. So we learn sports. We learn to be outside. And I actually was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. And that's a lot of walking if no one's ever been there. And that's just a lot of city movement. But having that family history where my, my father was in sports, I picked up from that. But also there's the fellowship with food. We have a huge family. We have a connection with events and food. And though we were more of a farm to table, um, cook at home family, there was still that temptation. Um, I'm a foodie. I, I absolutely love to eat. So when I went through the transformation of being overweight, being unhealthy, having a message come to me that, you have to make a change. I didn't just jump on it. And I learned that I had to go through that process as well wait. in order to help others and understand, help them understand. Wait. Sorry about that. I don't know what just happened. Okay. So, um, yeah, Haitian people can eat. 
my dad's second wife was from Haiti. Man, she cooked some good food. I can still taste it in my mouth. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I'm not even joking. She can really cook. Wow. Um, so that's great. So now where you are today, someone's listening to you right now on this call. I guarantee you. And they want to know the answer to the question. So what are a few things that I can do right now to make change? You've taken the journey already. Can you give me some bullet points that are actionable for the common person to go forward from now? Okay, today I'm deciding. I saw this great woman today on the, on the Daily Huddle, and she said. I would say that you have to, the best way to start is to be as specific as you can about what your goals are and what they mean to you. To say that I'm going to lose weight just because somebody told me means that you can lose a pound tomorrow. As far as I'm concerned, you've reached right. your goal. But is right. that really what you want? If it's a physique transformation that you're looking for, visualize, visualize and be realistic. And how do you get into a fr mind frame where you're realistic? It's really talking to people who have experienced it. It would be wonderful if we could work out for one week and reach our goal. Of course, we want to make it a short term goal that has life lifelong benefits, but realistically, if we don't know what to expect after a week, a month, six months of training, then the frustration builds up. So that's where we can have a good conversation with people who have experienced it so that we can start make, creating our plan. So once you do that, you, you may reach out to a professional like myself and say, okay, this is what I want. And I'm still going to ask you your questions to be very specific, because in order for me to customize a program for someone, I really have to get to understand your needs. And if you don't understand them, then how can you be guided? If you don't know that you have to go to work and you have to take this train or this bus or this path or walk two blocks, how do you know you're going to get there? So that's why I definitely encourage a person who comes in and has a conversation with me to have a conversation about what they really want, have a conversation about how they can make change happen by, are you set up with the right equipment, the right environment? What are your tools? Because we're going to use them to really build on something phenomenal. And the conversation is specific with me. And that's what's so important about getting started. Right. So it's a, it's a specific conversation. I totally get that. Um, two quick <laughs> rapid questions. Number one, um, what is your current relationship with sugar and salt? Because sugar is a huge thing for people who are, want to lose weight. Do you consume a lot of sugar, would you say, or a lot of salt? Or have you manage them to a point where they're not necessary for you all the time. I always ask people this when I'm speaking to them about weight, because those two words are like, so ever present in the journey of good, good uh, health and, and wellness in a circular motion. To be completely transparent and honest yes. about my field, I'm in a good place right now. That means that there will be ups and downs. I experience them. Again, I mentioned I love food. I, I love to cook. 
and I'm baking is my forte. So I do Ooh, baking, huh? Jump into sugars. I, I, to tell a, a sh- long, short story, <laughs> I used to cook for my clients and I used to um, take foods that we like to eat, cakes and things, and, you know, take out the quote unquote bad sugars and add substitutes and everything. But then it, it's not the same. I encourage people to learn to have a relationship with food because I had to learn to have that relationship as well. I had that that craving um, for sugars at times. I've had cravings for salt, but I've cleaned up my diet significantly. I used to be a, and still am a bodybuilder and competitive one. Right. And that's a different mindset. You do learn a lot about how your relationship with food ties into your goal. And I don't encourage people to be afraid of sugar because there's a lot to sugar. And it's the more you understand, the better you can be at your meal planning and fueling your goal through food versus simply going with, okay, this is wrong. I'm never going to touch a donut again, but I'm going to die miserable. That would not be the case. I have to be an honest trainer and they're going to watch me eat, have a lot of questions. And I'm going to be like, yes, you're going to go forward in your goal, but understand how to enjoy certain things in moderation, understand what it's doing to your body. And if you choose to do this, a choice you have to honor and respect for yourself, because I firmly believe I'm an adult. You're an adult. I'm not going to treat you like a child to admonish you and make you feel guilty because that relationship of guilt is very much tied into our food. So let's come away from some of those bad habits and and that thought process and try something new. Engage, go forward into your relationship with food versus being shied away from it or afraid because of your lack of of self-control and or understanding. Right. Let's bring that forward. Right. You know, um, a lot of times when I'm speaking with people about uh, weight loss or staying in shape or people are like, oh, you stay in shape all the time, Chase. What are you doing? You've been in shape for years. And I say, I move. I move. I'm always moving. I'm always walking around the city. I'm biking. I'm rollerblading. I'm I, Literally, I'm always moving. I always tell people, don't not, don't tell yourself you can't work out or you don't have time to go to the gym or you whatever. So I'm going to ask you this question. What are two things that don't require a gym membership, don't require to leave your house if you don't want to, and or you can leave your house to do these things that can help someone bring their weight down? Two things that you have done or that you feel are instrumental in like getting those excuses away that people have. I don't have time. I can't afford the gym. I don't have the equipment. I don't know how to eat right. I can't be plant-based. It's too expensive. All these things that people say, what are the two things that you would say, these are two great actionable things that I think have worked for me? Number one, walking. That's something you absolutely can do. And it's low impact for various fitness levels. Correct. Number two is for me, dancing. Because I have found you don't have to be a professional dancer. You just have to move from side to side. If you miss the beat, you miss the beat, but it's your dance. Um, But I look at the people who don't 
or are unable to get out because I do work with seniors who are homebound. Right. That's um, why I mentioned that. Yeah. Yes. I, I found that what makes it fun makes it feasible. Um, what makes it fun makes it something that's continuous that I don't have to beg you to do. So I find that when you're at home and you don't look at your environment as a workout center, you change your way of thinking about where you are. So if you're going to clean the house, throw on some music and get into it. Don't just, you know, most of us aren't thinking about the energy that we put into the activity that we're doing, but go all in, listen to that music, jam it out and then sweep. Your house will be sparkling and you'll feel good. (laughs) You would have burned calories you would have got moving and you just don't want to sit still. So I, I, I have had the blessing of the virtual training. Um, before the pandemic, I was training people online um, remotely. And this advantage of the camera, now I'm, I'm going around the house with you. I'm like, oh, you have stairs. Oh, but they're just two stairs, but they're a stepper. Right. Did you know that the gym has a stepper and here's your stepper at home? Right. Oh, you have that chair. That chair is nice and firm. That chair is going to be your workout bench. Place it in a good space so we know that's the chair for the workout bench. Step ups, push ups, dips. So a lot of times it's just that creativity. Look at it in a different way and you have all the tools that you need at home. So glad you said that. I was thinking exactly what you were saying. I'm telling you, it was exactly what you were thinking. Um, before we open it up for some questions, I just wanted to ask you, um, when you were uh, doing your competitive, um, well, I'm losing the term. Uh, Bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Um, did you have like a, a a picture of what you wanted to look like? Did you have someone that you like put on your fridge or on your wall and said, this is the body, I, I want that body. I'm going to work for that body. I did. Um, it, it was in a time that it was deterred to look like a muscular woman. Oh. <laughs> um, it, it, the industry is, has come a, a long way. Um, yeah. So it, it's funny. A lot of the women were bodybuilders. I'm a, I'm a figure competitor because they do have various categories oh. now. But Corey Everson was one of the women um, and Linda Murray. I, I think Linda Murray was an absolute gorgeous icon, uh, especially yeah. for African-American women. She had the body, the style and the grace. And right. you had to kind of go into the muscle fitness magazine for men because the industry wasn't as expanded for women. And when I, when I figured out that we could do this, oh, it was getting done. <laughs> that, right. that was definitely the encouragement to know, hey, it's possible. So, you know, let's give it our best shot. And what's going to happen is change. So I'm good with it. I don't have to look exact. I have to look my best version. Correct. So that means whatever I define it to be is change. I like that. I like that. Amazing. Really, really amazing. I want to see if anyone has any questions for you, because I'm sure there may be one or two, because uh, this is great information. And thank you for your, uh, your honesty and your clarity of thought. It's really, really great. Um, 
There he is, Mr. Man, the stern man, has a question. Yeah, so I love the conversation. I'm 100% with you. I want to live to be really old and still have a lot of mobility, so I'm doing the things now. But what do you say to somebody that comes to you and they have that high blood pressure, they have that uh, thyroid thing that they've been told of, and they're not eating properly, they're not watching anything, and they're just like, well, I've always had this, and I'm never going to be better. I mean, how do you get, do you have some magic bullet kickstart boot in the ass that you just, that works every time to get them to just make a change, <laughs> or, or is there some people you just say, you know, it's in your head, you can't, you can't get past that, I can't help you. So, I mean, how, how would you answer that to somebody who's really looking to help someone, but they just don't seem to want to get out of their own way? Um, honesty and transparency. I'd say move, get out of your way. Because once you say it to yourself, again, that tiny voice is the one you really listen to. Once you say you can't do something, you've already made the decision. And therefore, what would you like me to do? Yeah. So if you do, if you have decided it's time to make that change happen, I definitely encourage you to look at what that person is doing with them, if you're going to be supporting them and saying, okay, well, can you go for a 15 minute walk? And if they say no, my training is to help them find something that they will say yes to. If they think I'm going to give up on them, they're going to give up on themselves. So that's why when you come to the professional, it's because they have that knowledge to look outside of the box. So I would definitely encourage anyone who's just, I, I've always been this, um, this, that, or the other, let's put it that way, then say, okay, well, have you tried this? And give and encourage them. If it's something that you like to do, for example, swimming is not something everyone can do. So you can encourage them by saying, okay, let's go in the pool. We're just going to walk in the shallow end back and forth and then have something to progress to that they weren't doing. And once they feel that success, it motivates, it encourages and inspires to keep going and ask that question of themselves. What more can I do? You're like you're your right. best science project at this point in time. Let's investigate, let's find out. And that's what my excitement with exercise is because as nice as it would be to drop 20 pounds overnight or get that svelte body, You'd be amazed at how excited a person is to be able to do five regular push-ups, just five. So I love that excitement and I help them to tap into that as well. I like what you Thank said you about question. ask them, ask them, well, what would you like me to do then? I and mean, I like that. That answer as well seems to be very fitting for the person trying to help. It's like, well, if you can't and you aren't and you always been, then what would you like me to do? Like, how can I, how can I be yes. a part of helping you get this going? So I like that. Yes. Thank you for that input. Yep. Amazing, amazing. Sorel, Keton Haiti. Good morning, Sabina, and thank you for being here. And uh, I've got this question. Uh, I've been discovering through my chiropractor that nerves play significant role in enervating muscles and keeping them toned and strong. Uh, let's say someone had a pinched nerve and a particular side of their body or portion of their body, arms or legs, uh, are now weakened by the nerve damage. Uh, what would you advise them to do about that side or that part of the body uh, impacted by the nerve damage? 
I love to work with medical professionals and the information that they provide, the homework that they're given to the patient, hence my client. Um, I use those always because I want to make sure that we're following the format that the medical professional has provided. But apart from that, I work with anything that would help to engage that muscle, that connectivity and the reactions of that muscle to react because we have to make that connection in the brain. Um, if there's any nerve damage, the, depending on the area, the nerve may not regrow, but we can train the brain for the new nerve endings to react. Um, so if that person is having that weakness, there's just rehab techniques that I like to incorporate into the exercise so that that side of the body or that area gets a different type of workout from the rest because we don't want to neglect the rest of the body just to work on the damaged area. Mm -hmm. um, I do work with clients who post-stroke, post-rehab, post-accident. Um, so my experience has been the different therapeutic movements and exercises that benefit that particular body part and creating that muscle memory. Thank you. Welcome. Chase, you're on mute. I knew that and I spoke anyway. What a life. Florence, you're up next. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, I just wanted to ask what's, um, if you have a special focus on how correct, correct breathing assists people in that journey in that journey correct breathing like even even in the workout every move movement uh, all the movements that you make how important is correct breathing uh, yes I just wanted to ask that question definitely I incorporate that because it's always going to be form over function you can do one great move or 500 wrong ones um, so in order to get where you need to be as a full body experience, I do incorporate breathing, proper breathing techniques, proper stretching techniques, proper core techniques, because you can see the results better. And it also depends on the goal. Um, a lot of times um, the goal is related to an activity because again, I work with competitive athletes. So it's important that they make that connection to their movement, to their heart rate, to how they're breathing, to make sure they're taking in cleansing breaths, because if you don't, you're building up lactic acid in your muscle and you're limiting the, um, the exercise itself. So as much as I can teach the, the science of it, I believe it helps a person build a skill because when I'm not there, I still want you to get better and you can't I feel like you can't do that as well if you don't really understand what you're doing why you're doing it so if you see a new exercise because they're coming out with all kind of things that you can do with your body well how do you incorporate that into your fit lifestyle not just into your fit Tuesday does that make any sense thank you thank, thank you, you. Because wow. I received recently 
how important, well, the breath is the life. That's a download I received, that the breath is the life. And the quality of the breath is the quality of the life. So that's Absolutely. why I asked that question. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Florence. That was a great question. Really, really great. Well, you know, time has a way of uh, doing what it does to us on our amazing uh, program. But before we go, I wanted to remind everybody about our event. April 12th in beautiful Alpharetta. Beautiful, beautiful there. Been there many times and uh, I'm happy to be going. This event is going to be a culmination of the people that you see on this call each and every day, different concepts, different viewpoints. You have, I, I just love each and every person because each person is so unique in their delivery and their information that they have. So please go to the Daily Huddle event. Um, dot com. It's on August 12th. It is something that I believe will grow and grow as time goes on. So be there now as we are in the stages of just interlocking all these great people together. I think it's going to be an amazing event. And uh, there might be a surprise as well. So we can't talk about that right now. Though. Can't talk about that right now. But there's definitely going to be a surprise. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Sabina, for being here. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm sure that the questions that we asked helped some people. And I really, that's what I really appreciate about what we do here. It's very, very powerful in that way. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. I am so happy to be here on Tuesdays for health and wellness. And each and every day we have a different speaker. So please join us again. Have a spectacular day and be well. We'll see you soon. At the Daily Huddle. We agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give our very best each day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss that stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back. You will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions, power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time, 